Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. You'll hear uh, double O confessions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Double O confessions? Double, didn't, what, double, doubled confessions? What double say? the confessions, you mean? Du- double the amount? Maybe. Double O bill? Double Getting someone deported is uh, quite an effort. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do they, if you get deported, mm. do they sting you for the flight. effort? No, apparently yeah. they pay for it. Oh, well, that's oh, good. Oh, sorry. No, let, let me rephrase that. Taxpayers pay. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the same as going to prison. You want people who've committed crimes to go to prison, but it just costs the country really then to house mm. that person, doesn't it? Mm. It's fun. It's funny the way the world works. But how do you, you're not going to, they're not going to foot the bill if you send it to them, I guess. Mm. I had a friend um, that was deported. Yes. From London, though, the opposite way, because um, he was living there and he went to visit a mate in Portugal. All right. Um, but while he was there, he didn't realise his visa had expired. <sighs> oh, no. I wouldn't and let him back in. Wouldn't let him back in. And he had to leave all this stuff. He had to yeah, go home am- from Portugal. It's amazing, isn't it? you're like, can I just not go and pick it up? Yeah, can I pack? Nope. I know you a girl know. that had her, well, her partner was deported. And she was like, but you can't because like, he's a father of the child. And they're like, that's not really how it works, I'm no. afraid. Mm. So, Did she get him back? He um, was a sailor, went off the boat. So I think there was like two crimes that he sort of committed. Yeah, went AWOL. Yeah. Oh, when you say sailor, he was in the Navy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Those bloody seamen. Mm. But I was town. kind of like they weren't looking very hard. Do you oh. know what I mean? Like he was there for, what, a year? Right. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought, I don't know. What. If they wanted to, they could have. Is that what you're saying? No, they wanted mm. to wait until they got entrenched <laughs> and, and yeah. then they got him. Right. Mm. And then once you've done that, it's you can't really come back. That's no. what they say. If you... If you want to stay somewhere, don't outstay your visa because it puts a bad mark against your name when you try to. Yeah, so that was really hard, sort of, for them to have him part of the child's life, and it just was very, very messy. Mm. Did she? So they're not together now. No, but she would have known that he was going to get in trouble. Yeah, it was very much like she worked at a club. It was very much party days. Mm. Mm. Would have been a bit of that. Would have been exciting. I think so, or just and and really, to be honest, quite young. American? Yeah. Well, he was American, yeah, yeah. but she wasn't, but yeah. Mm. Mm, well, it happens. Mm. It does. It happens. Uh, all right, so you'll hear about a woman who got her partner deported. It's quite the elaborate story, so strap in for that. Uh, also, Amy Shark joins us uh, as nope. well. Amy Shepard. What did I say? Shark. Amy Shark. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Amy Shepard, the other Amy. Uh, let's get into it. Here's a podcast. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Brisbane, these are your confessions. Cash confessions. We pay you for your wildest confessions. Brisbane, these are your confessions. I don't want you to go out and commit a crime or do something (laughs) wrong, okay, by your partner. I don't want you to do that. No. However, save this number, which is Matthew. 3837. One, two, three, four. You just do it so well. Uh, save that number and call up and leave a confession. You could get cash for it, so leave your phone number there. Mm-hmm. It could be something that happens to a friend of a friend. Yeah. yeah. Get off your chest. Um, think as wild as you want because the juicier the confession, the bigger the money you get. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do leave your name and number, don't worry, we won't play that on air. That's just so we can purely contact you to give you your money. Yes, you will remain anonymous. Got a round, two rounds today. Okay. You guys have been very confessy. <laughs> Fresh lot. Let's go. So I want to confess that I was on a dating app and I met this man 
um, we ended up fooling around a bit. It turns out that he was married and I, you know, broke it off straight away. And then after that, um, I met up with this chick and it was his wife and we filled around a bit. The best of both worlds. <laughs> wow. There you go. Do you reckon she did that deliberately or she just didn't know? No, that's I huge. Do, well, that's a huge know. coincidence. But is it? Because you got them on the same um, radius. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And how did she find out? Like, did she go to her maybe place? Maybe she asked same surname. Yeah. Oh, but maybe, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. they ended up back at her place and she saw the photo. photo and she's yeah. like, oh, my God, thinking. I've got the same. Oh, that's so weird. We have what so much that? in common. We really do. <laughs> right. You wouldn't yeah. have told. Um, okay. Maybe There's they know. Maybe they, they're out and about. Yeah, maybe. Maybe um, the guy put a good word in. Yeah. For her. Yeah. That's yes. A good point. Give this girl a go. She's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I'd like to speak to that girl. Are you you and Esther is... got some plans? <laughs> I don't know if Esther's got the plan, but no. No, but just I want to know how that came, how how it clicked. I want to know the click part of mm. when she realised that they were I remember I was telling you my friend was trying to organise a threesome and then it ends up that it was, well, it was his sister. Uh-huh. His sister mm. was the third girl. Yeah, was going to be, but then he wasn't, that obviously. That is so disappointing. Yeah, yeah that happened was, to me was... too. You and your sister were trying to find the third <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, wait, so you and another chick were ready to roll. We were in a nightclub and she goes, uh, I'll go find another girl and we'll go somewhere else and have fun. I was like, cool. In a nightclub full of 500 people, she comes back with my sister. Well, you do look similar. That's so what we said. Does that mean you want to share stories yeah. about threesomes here? It was a you? great night. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, she didn't leave a number. Oh, she didn't leave a, didn't number. Leave a number. No cash for you. Oh, you got to leave your number for the cash and so we can ask more questions. Okay. Uh, that one's an interesting one. Let's see our next one. When I lived in New Zealand, I hung out with quite a few of um, the boys that lived in the boarding school. Started seeing one and then found out that probably wasn't the best person to be with. Um, so some of the farming boys went duck shooting on the weekend before I found out that maybe this person wasn't the best of people. Um, and I got two dead ducks. I pulled out the drawer underneath his bed in the boarding house and we put a dead duck in there. Um, the room was inhabitable for months after and he had to move. Then I also used the other one and put it under the seat of his car um, just so the smell would follow him around. Um, yeah, that's it. I've, I've, a few people know, but yeah, it's a, it's a little nasty streak that I'll carry for a long time, I guess. Wow, love, don't love, mess with her. I love the fact she had a spare duck. <laughs> Two spare ducks. Yeah, duck that yeah. she had. Wow, that that beats the prawns in the curtain rods. It's a real isn't New it? Zealand story, isn't it? Isn't it? We're going duck shooting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Dead ducks. <laughs> dead ducks. Wow. Two dead ducks don't make a right. That's true. Age old say. They say there. Yeah. yeah. Get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> our cats were always out, which is our bad. But we had a neighbour. He ended up calling the council, getting a cage, and capturing our cats. Anyway, we got them back. So we, he had this beautiful, luscious lawn, and he had cameras out the front of his house. So uh, my husband and I made weed bombs 
that it's um, like activators and weed seeds, so clovers, we bought them online, um, made these bombs with soil and parked our car so we could hide behind the car. And at night we were throwing weed bombs onto his lawn. So then by the time it um, rained, it would rain all in and he would have clover all over his lawn. <laughs> uh, we ended up moving out so we didn't get to see the end of it. But <laughs> we hope he's still battling all the weeds that we put in there for um, catching our cats. So that's our biggest secret. <laughs> Wow. I look at you throughout mm. that going, yeah. is that possible? Is that what could happen? Yeah. 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 If someone got your grass. Clover's be... a nightmare too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That'd be the I way got? to get you though, wouldn't it? I mean, kidnap kids aside, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but you do have a little more. Yeah. I mean, I've got the tricks to get rid of it, but it is frustrating. Because you don't know what you've done wrong. Yeah. What if someone came in and concreted it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Abby's holding up her laptop with a request to visit for a... Request to visit. Wow. Imagine that. Abby comes along, drops off the Jehovah's Witnesses, drops a few clover bombs on my lawn. (laughs) Peace! Peace! (laughs) What have I got against you, Matt? Nothing. You just like to be annoying. (laughs) (laughs) You do it out of... Not even spite. You just... You are are fun to razz up. I'd have to say you're probably the funnest person to razz up. Because you show it. Like, I can get a reaction. Mm. Mr. Passive over here just keeps it all inside. <laughs> it's not <laughs> as fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe I'm an emotional person. <laughs> don't you? No, he's not compared to. I wish you could have known him when I first met him. I've heard the story. Oh, I've heard hey. the story. Yeah, I we was haven't not... had a fight for years. We haven't had a good blue in a no, while, did have you we? Guys, you've probably not since you guys worked here. Did you know that Maddie and I used to like, we had big blowout? Oh, yeah, I knew. I'd been warned. Mm. Really? Um, you've been warned? Who you? Mm. Previous producers. Yeah, previous producers. Yeah. They said, watch out for this behaviour. Yeah. I remember Maddie and I what had a, a screaming. We had a screaming match here. Mm. Do you remember this? And then I had to come back in and I go, what time are we going camping? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just said, we'll probably get there around midday. I said, fine, I'll see you then. Because yeah. once they got rid of the sexual tension, it all smoothed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that was it. it. Yeah. I was going to say Between that. Between me and like, Esther. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we Sounds go. Like you guys need this phone number 3837 <laughs> 1234. If you have anything to confess, okay. you can remain All right. anonymous. All right, uh, here we go. Hi, uh, my ex husband of, I don't know, 20 something years, he cheated on me. One day I, got, I get an email from the scrap metal yard and it says he dropped his license there. So I went there and then she gives me a copy of everything that. He's brought in over $90,000 in just a, a few months. I rang his boss at the time and I told him that he was stealing copper from his job. The boss tells me he doesn't even work there. And that, yeah, they had no idea. Uh, he went to jail. Uh, he is now out, but he's at the uh, detention centre. I'm waiting for him to be deported, and, and then I'll break the news to him. I haven't told anyone. That's my secret I've had to this day. She got someone deported. Wasn't her fault? Oh, okay, mate. Because oh, he, so, so he, he, yeah. he cheated on her. Yeah. She, he dropped his license, mm. so she went there and then found out that he had cashed in what nineteen thousand dollars worth. Copper. So called the workplace and said, look, he's stealing yeah. it from you. Mm. They said he doesn't even work here. Mm. 
So then she reported it to the police, or they reported it to the police because he had been stealing it. Mm. Well, they did it together. Deported, and this is a warning to you. What's that now? Because if you're not an Australian citizen and you commit a crime, Mm. you get get deported. deported. And I know you want to go and see Scotland. There's two ways to go about this. One, I can become an Australian citizen, Mm. or two, don't commit a crime. I just want to say too, when you call the hotline. You don't need to whisper. No, oh, I like that even better. I heard because <laughs> I knew this one was going to be good. I, was, I leaned you know in. I a, person, a person yeah. that talks about someone else we without can still whispering. Hear it. Who is that no. breed? Everyone I, does. I it's it. like, no. oh my God, I might call them on my phone. I mean, I know they're in a different country, but, but just in case. My wife does that. Mm. I'm like, yeah. you're whispering at the same level as speaking, mm. but it's just a little bit more difficult to understand. You try and gossip about someone and keep a normal tone. It's impossible. It's like trying to reverse parallel park with the volume up. Not yeah. <laughs> three, eight, three, seven, one, two, three, four. Confess your confessions there. Well done. What? Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Uh, my favourite child, otherwise known as our dog, Zeus. <laughs> he's, he's honestly, he's just legitimately the most gorgeous dog. And I didn't think I could love a dog again because my heart was closed mm. after um, Yoshi passed away um, at the age of 15. So I just was, I was not really ready, I guess. And he's just taken into our hearts. Like, he's unbelievable, right? Yeah. And I was just speaking to uh, the breeder and said, look, I just wanted to, to reach out and say, when was an ideal time to get him dissexed? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, it depends if he's doing aggressive behaviour. I'm like, honestly, he could not be aggressive if he tried. We're at the dog park. There were dogs fighting and he was chasing the leaves. Like he's just, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's not really going to happen. He's already got no balls. Like, don't worry <laughs> oh, about it. Yeah. Or I think he's interested in the dogs that do have balls is generally his his type. And yeah, yeah. Um, but she was like, you know, it is a good idea, I guess, before they turn, you know, one or around about <laughs> that time. One. And yeah. I didn't want to, because he's a big dog, you don't want to hurt their bones and their hips. So <laughs> they're saying, wait for a little bit longer. But I, he, he doesn't hump anything. Right. <laughs> the only person who tries to hump is Jagger. Right. Which is our middle child. And we're like, oh, okay, the pretty boy. Um, but we were like, okay. So he, we're like, you always got to brush him away. And I was like, well, I need to try and tell him, right? Because he understands about it. But I said to him, well, we're actually going to get him dissexed and we hope that that stops. And he's like, you're going to take out his sex. And I said, no, he's dissexed. And then I realised, no, he's right. Yeah. That is what you're going to do. And he goes, what do they do? And I said, well, they remove the testicles. He lost it. Mm. Lost it. Like mm. how cruel I am. I can't do this. He had tears in his eyes. He's like, why would you take out someone's balls? And I'm like, I know. That's really, like, I felt really bad at that point. It's an awful thing to do. And I was explaining that it's different with humans because you don't take out theirs. You just get laser. And he mm. wants to know why he can't just get laser. Oh, dog vasectomy. But I can't go and get him tested to make sure that they're shooting blanks. You know, but you know what you can do? Get um, artificial ones. Yes, he wants me to go and get those. They're expensive, but you can do it. I'm not going to get. A lot of people do. If anyone knows on 131060 if there's an alter- alternative, because I have been trying to, this is ridiculous, I've been trying to Google how to desex a dog without removing the testicles so that my son doesn't cry. My mate's got a pause. Did you put one. this so my son doesn't cry at the end as well? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so apparently you can do... Hormone injections that last for six months. To, and I'm, like, I'm not going to do that. Are you going to put him on the pill? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to remember <laughs> to take it. What about if it doesn't work and that. I've got to pay for all these puppies? Because mm. I've just convinced someone, don't worry, he's on the pill. Yeah, we that all know that how it goes. That and then old one day chestnut. he bumps yeah. it up or he misses it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you work at a vet, 
I don't know if like, there is an alternative because if there was, wouldn't people be doing it? No, because this is what we started to talk about. It'd and be then expensive. Our, yeah. our, uh, his cousin has a really big dog and he mm. loves that dog. And he's like, he still has his balls. Mm. You can see it. Mm. Um, and he is. He's a, like a great Dane. So huge dog. Mm. And I said, I think that they're just there because they don't remove the sack. So they're still there. Like it looks like they're there. Does that make sense? No, they're not. So... Because mm. I've got mine and I've had a vasectomy. Yes. But can't they, like, does how, it not How am I supposed to test him? You had to go back and get a test. I'm sure that. Oh, it's the test part. Well, yeah, first point. off, we have to work out if we can actually do that. I don't think anyone does it. I've been now trying to look. Mm. So the, for dissexing, they always remove the balls. Mm. Is yeah. that right? Mm. I don't know. I believe so. My mate's got a porcelain one. Really? Mm. Testicular cancer. Oh. And, and do, do they the put that in because oh. they want, like, for his comfort? Yeah, it's purely for aesthetics. Oh. Not not balance? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but do they have to be well. weighted the same? Yeah, yeah. But he opted to do it to keep it looking the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's like, kick me! Kick me on the left! <laughs> ah, nothing! Nothing! It would he still hurt, though, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. You'd have a porcelain ball shooting up here. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. Can that break? I guess so. You like a porcelain. Like you... Ooh, Can't be chai. Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that'd make it out something different. Wouldn't you do rubber? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you'd want to do rubber, would you? Why would you, not, would you want to do porcelain? It'd bounce. And your rubber's, oh. rubber's like, goes powdery and stuff. It'd have to be good inside um, you. Or, or a plastic. I just wouldn't say that you'd do porcelain. Mm. Yeah, porcelain's interesting. Well, you do get hit in the nuts and that's... Or is it just like, a, you know, people have fake eyeballs and go, oh, well, mm. we're just... That'll look about it, but same. That's true. How would he know what's in there? Mm, yeah. Could be a golf ball. He's like a reverse kinder surprise. <laughs> 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 the toy's on the outside. <laughs> uh, I was hoping you'd be mature about this. Oh, you've come to the wrong place. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if I like, try and mm-hmm. book him when they're not home, but then they're going to know. The thing, he won't even know. So what has Gus got? Is he? Been, you can see, does it look like he still has them? Yeah, yeah. Not that I check it out every. No, but that's what I'm saying. You can but, see, but it's see not. It. It's not like a huge graphic thing. Like, yeah, it's it's fairly. Jaguar it's fairly check. what? Imagine getting yours removed. It's not fairly easy. <laughs> well, it is for them. Mm. Why for them? We didn't ask, did we? Well, then don't get it done. I have to. It's a responsible thing to do. It is the right thing to do as a pet owner. Of course. If you're not going to breed them yeah. properly. So I do have to. Uh, we've got someone who works at a rescue we're going to come back and talk to. But if you're a vet. 13... Or a vet's assistant. Yep. Um, anyone who's got any sort of idea. I booked it in and they're like, we'll give you a call back with a quote. I'm like, do I go and get multiple quotes? <laughs> oh, yeah. like is there a ch- I just thought that'd be a standard thing. But then you don't want to go for the cheapest either. Mm. I was you know thinking what I mean? out of respect for his boys, yeah. I want to, you know. Pay yeah. the premium. Did someone say that they kept it in a jar? Did no. you say? No, Ash did. Yeah, um, my friend. I can get her on in the next break, actually. She kept them in a jar in the fridge. Why? Um, I don't know. She was weirdly attached to them as well. <laughs> she kept her dog's <laughs> balls in a jar in her fridge. I don't know if she still has them. This was about six months ago, but she asked to take them home. You know how some people keep the umbilical cord? Yeah. This was like, like she doesn't have a child or anything yet, but this was like keeping the umbilical cord for her. Well, strap in, Brisbane. There's going to be some wild calls up next <laughs> if we get them. 13, 10, 60. Uh, what are the options? <laughs> Selena, you work in a, is it a dog rescue? 
yes, it is. Yeah, oh, I volunteer. I'm a foster carer. Okay. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Is there a different way to do it other than desexing, Selena? Yes, there is. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was only having this conversation the other day, but there is actually a vet at Ascot that mm-hmm. specialises in just doing the snip, but leaving the um, the, testi- the testicles intact. Right. Yeah. Is so, it as um, successful? Of course he's an Ascot. Yeah. Of course he's apparently. an Ascot. I thought the same. Yeah. Yeah. The same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Well, um, yeah, no, it's just for aesthetics. So when, yeah. um, when they're walking their dog, they've still got a, a good set of um, on show, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go and fund me so I can go to a vet in you Ascot. You a little Ascot dog <laughs> running around. Okay. So it's obviously it's just a, a bigger, like a, a more intricate procedure, whereas most vets are like, well, we just take them and we're sweet. Yeah. Well, it's probably a smaller procedure. I, I don't know. You'd have to ask a vet. Mm. Um, but it would only sort of be a small snip rather than taking out the whole lot. Mm. Oh, but I wonder if you've got to go and get it checked again, though, Selena, like the same way that humans do. I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> we do have a vet ready to roll here, actually. Okay. okay. Right. Oh, a vet. Hello? Hey, Caitlin. guys. I'm actually a vet nurse, so okay. I'm, I'm almost there. You work just as hard <laughs> no, for a little bit you less You do all money. the work with, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So there's actually, there's, uh, there's two options that we, we commonly, one, we commonly see, and two, we commonly hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is a little bit a uh, little bit extra, a little bit exy. I will warn you now. Mm. Um, and they're the uh, the pretend balls. You mm. can replace them with. Yeah. Yes. When you say um, expensive, how much do you think? So we we ourselves have never ordered them into our clinic. Um, you get but them on Amazon, Amazon do you? They're, they're quite a couple. Of, no, I'm sure you can. Prime yeah. shipping next day. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> you'll be fine. Um, so rumour has it they're a couple of grand yeah. to pull in and they are different sizes, so no. they obviously would have different Well yeah, you're not gonna put No, I know that, but I'm not gonna pay two grand for <laughs> fake balls, am I? Yeah, I don't they're, know. they're really expensive. Yeah. Um, and you have to get a, a particular clinic that's had experience with them to put them in. Yeah. Um not something our standard GP see too often because yeah. no one wants to fork out the thousands that, to go with it. Yeah. On the flip side, you can put your mind at ease. There is a there is a option that we regularly see. It's more often used as a temporary dip your fit in the water sort of solution, um, and it's called a super Lauren implant. So the same way that we as women have the implant on contraceptive bar, like a coil, same concept, yeah. mm-hmm, right. but it only lasts. Well, it's supposed to last between six and twelve months, depending on which one you get, and it. It is one you replace after after that time, to, right. and it's a blocker mm. between the brain and the testes mm. to prevent that need to produce extra testosterone. But when you say it should, like it's not a hundred percent. No medication is a hundred percent. and his skin could break out ever. too. You don't know how it's going to react. Yeah, yeah I know. Moody. And you know yeah, why? He's going to get so moody. He's not even going to want to hump anything. Mm. <laughs> so look, it's it's really. Oh. Great results in our patients that have used yeah. it, okay. but like okay. I said, it's a often used as a temporary solution while clients decide, do what I to want do it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Now, remember Ash was telling us that her friend Jess kept <laughs> her dog's balls. Um, so, Jess, what <laughs> what have you got in your fridge? Exactly that, Abby. I have two giant testicles in a small specimen. Well, no, it's not small. It's actually got a large specimen jar mm. uh, in some formaldehyde that a doctor mate hooked me up with, pickling in the fridge. I would, I would do yourself a favour and do not buy any pickled onions because that is a mistake no. you do not want to make. No, Jess, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with They are clearly with labelled. Right. Yeah. So, what, 
I mean, what do they what do they look like? I know balls, but like, what are they just like flesh? It color? looks like a brain. Yeah, truly, right. I can. Okay. Even, I'll send you a picture. I've sent you a picture when the um yeah, when they're... the testicles are still attached to the dog. I mean, he's fifty eight kilos, so you can imagine a few they're of those kilos balls. were in the testicles. They were yeah. massive. And we just thought they were too impressive to put in the bin to become medical waste. Wow. So we pickled them with the intention um, at some point when I find some free time to dip them in resin and make them into some sort of ornament or... You married, uh, Jess? I just, yeah. Well, that poor fella. Happily. Why would be so... One step wrong, and there he is, going to be pickled in your So fridge. I want to put it on a necklace. Um, <laughs> well, it, it was the best of both worlds, because I was the same. I was like, oh, we're taking away, you know, the manhood, and mm. this felt like we could keep them in a way. Yeah, you could still show it to in... him and say, hey, yeah. we still got him, darling. Door knockers. We've still got him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there's heaps of, heaps of uses for them, yeah. Absolutely, mm. they're 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 a conversation starter. They, they certainly are. Did the vet look yeah. at you a little bit far funny when you said, "Can I keep them in a jar?" Well, yes. Um, I actually considered to uh, take him elsewhere for the procedure mm. because the judgment I got from mm. this man, um, <laughs> and it was actually really bad because he wouldn't put them in the formaldehyde himself. He uh. said. Just in case you drink it, we can't be responsible for you having poisoned yourself. Uh, I don't know how stupid he thought I was, so Jess, I had to get it on the black yeah. market. I, I <laughs> would. Then who knows what you would do if you still got yeah. your dog's yeah. nuts in your fridge? Yeah. The, vet, okay. the vet was probably like, you know, normally you take the dog home, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Cheeky little bugger. <laughs> hey, we, had the, we had the big old farewell chat before they went to Nashville, and we're like, anything you want to tell us about? She's like, nah. nah. Amy Shepard, I mean, you're on The Masked Singer, but can I just ask this? The boys are upset that they didn't know. Who did you actually tell that you'd gone on? Um, look, I had to tell the siblings. The three of them knew because before we left, we were all under one roof. So it was a bit hard to practice my songs and have sneaky trips to Sydney. (laughs) So they knew, um, but nobody else. See? But also awkward for them. They're like, well, why did they ask you? And (laughs) why did they not ask me? (laughs) I know. I guess, um, yeah, it's very awkward. Well, you never know. There's still some people to be unmasked. Maybe the whole band's on there. That's a good point. <laughs> you know? you yeah. never know yet. Mm-hmm. You never mm-hmm. know yet. We need to know how you're going over there because, like Maddie said, we did have the big farewell. We sent you off to Nashville and we were like, oh, we're going to speak to you soon. We didn't realize how soon. So, you probably, are you a month in now? Yeah, three weeks in. We um, have a little bit of furniture now, but not much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's been a lot of fun, though. We've already. Met some really cool people and looking forward to getting into some work this week. We've got a couple of writing sessions um, and we also have like a Welcome to Nashville showcase coming up. So hoping to meet some industry people and get get cracking. And I saw on the gram you've all got apartments adjacent to each other. Yeah, yeah, we found this uh, building where we could all be next to each other. So it's a bit like an episode of Neighbours um, and I'm like... Do you have any milk? And then Emma just like throws the milk onto my balcony. <laughs> Andy. Were you, because I was saying that you guys had done a, a film clip. Had you filmed that over there? Because wherever it was, it was freezing cold. So we filmed that in Melbourne um, earlier in the year. <laughs> yeah, right. We knew that we were moving. So we got a bunch of music videos and content done before we left. Um, and yeah, so that 
that was freezing cold in um where was it like out near Warrnambool in Victoria um right ocean and we right wanted area. to yeah so on the on the cliff even Amy was like in the water at one point <laughs> and I think pretending for it to be summer <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and just after we got that shot, it started hailing, and we were just like miserable that day, if I'm being honest. But, but it's a beautiful music, so music video. Um, so yeah, please check out the new single, "Dance on the Sun." <laughs> yeah, "Dance on the Sun." That's what I was like, "Oh, that's irony." Yeah, no, irony. Yeah. Freezing. Uh, when, when you moved to Nashville, obviously you guys are there because you're you've made it huge in Australia. The plan for you guys is to kill it there and become international success. When you landed. In America, did you all look at each other and go, <laughs> Yeah, I think that moment was when we got into our apartments, empty apartments, and we, Lockie and I, my husband and I, just looked at each other and we we're just like, Okay, this could go either way here. Like, we have nothing, we don't even have a bank account open. Um, it's pretty scary, but it's also really exciting. And it feels like a clean slate in some ways. You know, nobody really knows our name. A lot of people know the song here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're out here just trying to connect the song to the band. Is it true that people are just busking everywhere in Nashville? Yeah, pretty much. Everybody's a musician here. Um, like, I've already made a lot of connections just by asking, you know, the, the waitress what she does. Mm. And um, I've got a writing session coming up with her now because I asked. And <laughs> um, you usually walk down the main street at 10 a.m. and people are drinking and busking and listening to music. Like, wow. it's insane. No, so we're I've going. Seen- yeah, yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> oh, See you, Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> have to have to ask a question because I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, you have uh, moved to the USA. Are you assimilating yet? Has George bought a gun? <laughs> um, he doesn't have a gun, but he has got an accent already. Of course, of course he, he does. does. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> and a big old hat. Yes, his hat, his cowboy boots, <laughs> and a strong accent. They, they say it's actually easier in America just to put the accent on. So they don't question you as much. Yeah, the other day in the uh, supermarket, I was asking for basil. I was mm. like, "Where's the basil?" I'm just like, "I'm sorry, what?" I'm like, "Basil," and then she's like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh my gosh, basil." Basil. And coriander there is cilantro, I think, isn't it? So many weird things: cilantro, and also rocket is um. Arugula is rocket. Oh, arugula. Yeah, arugula. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right. Sounds like an alarm. I would arugula. Said, I'm going to take that out. I'm not asking for it. I'll take it out of yeah. the, the ingredient. <laughs> is Nashville big Trump country? Um, I think Nashville's really progressive, actually. There's, it's a bit of a melting pot. Um, but if you go just outside of Nashville, yeah, it is Trump country. Mm. Yeah, right. Because that's another thing you got to take into account, too, is the politics of a new country. Yeah. That's right. Um, never bring up guns or Trump or mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the other thing? Like, there's three things. Oh, guns. Yeah, the, the, the gun laws. You mm. just don't bring it up. Yeah, don't put that in your songs, I would say, if you want to you know, <laughs> no, didn't make it big Dixie over chicks. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you literally, okay, because I'm, I'm, I'm probably thinking of Nashville like the Wild West, though, but can you literally see people walking around with a gun on their hip there? Um, you can, yeah. It's um, open holster around these parts of town. You're not really allowed to go into any venues with a gun. So it's so. just for show walking on the streets? Now you've got to check it in with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was in an Uber the other day and he was like, yeah, we were asking about him what, what areas are safe and which aren't. And he, he was like, well, um, don't go to this place and that place. But he's like, but don't worry, you're safe with me because I've got a gun on me at all times. Ooh. And we are just like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's normal in yeah. their culture. Yeah. China. Is it scary, yeah, though, when you... Know, 
Um, a little bit, yeah. It's it is definitely confronting. Um, but I just try and you know keep in the back of my mind that they're not the people that you have to worry about, really. Yeah. If, mm. You know that. <clears throat> It's the, pers- the person who's hiding a gun that you have to be worried about. Mm. Yeah. Wow. They're law-abiding citizens. Mm. <laughs> they have the right to bear arms. I picture it like Yellowstone. Too. I know I'm you do. I know you do. We I'm like, you've been this. to America, mate. This, what do you want to do? Like, does your mum Does your mum need company? Because Manny's ready to go. And he'll just be like, you got a gun. You got a gun. I got a gun. There. I'm going to ram around with my big cowboy hat. Shots, Manny, you've got to come down in uh, summer. There's a big festival called the CMA Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, and they shut down. Broadway and it's just all music. So if you want to cash to sleep on, I got you. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, great to talk to you this morning. Um, say hello to all the guys for us and great job on the Mask Singer. Well, thanks, team. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got some advice, maybe you've been in this situation and you can remain anonymous, like she's going to remain anonymous. Um, she has had a lot of sleepless nights, okay. let's put it. But she's written, Dear Abby, can cheating in a marriage make you stronger? I feel like this is a stupid question to ask and I've been up Googling and you could read every single thing imaginable for going pro and con mm-hmm. on this. I found out a month ago that my husband had been with someone from his work. He wasn't on ab- honest about it. I found out through text messages. She has moved on from the workplace. She was only a contractor and she's completely out of our lives. My husband has made it perfectly clear it was a really big mistake. He felt like we had got married really young and it was something that he never tried. He said that it wasn't satisfying and he wished that it never happened. He is quite remorseful and we are going to counselling as a result. If I'm being honest, there's been a lot of issues in our relationship. I don't think we've been intimate very often and I feel like we've been living together as flatmates, which seems like the cliche thing to say. Mm. <sighs> Since um, going to the counselling and going to be able to work on it, I feel like I have a stronger connection to it. I have spoken to this uh, to my friend and says she has said, once a cheater, always a cheater, and that I have to leave him. I feel like that is such a simplistic view on a complex situation. Mm. Since I've got more respect for him and maybe he's falling in love with me more, I want to know, am I being disillusioned for this or can cheating in a marriage make you stronger? Mm. 13, 10, 60. I feel like she's already answered her questions for it. Mm, I feel like like there is a lot of judgment when people stay with someone when they've cheated Mm. because everyone's got judgment on the relationship of like, oh, God, no, no, once a cheater, always a cheater, Mm. don't go there, you need to respect yourself. But if in this situation you take a step back and you realise we haven't been good, let's do this opportunity to communicate better, have more quality time, Mm -hmm. then I honestly think... You can. You can work through it. It's it's a it's a big way to reveal all the underlying issues that got you to that place. A hundred percent in the first place. And you know, I think there is. You're right. There's always a lot of black and white with it. But you don't know what that relationship's like and what he's going through and, mm. and what they're what he's not getting from her and all that kind of thing. And if they've chosen to work at it, you can't really knock them for it because what's the alternative? Mm. I guess it's those people that repeat. Mm. And that's the, that is the concern, though, that mm. you kind of go. Which could very well happen. It's very well. She, she might cheat. I remember a counsel always told me that it should be that the person is remorseful as the other person is hurt. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's got to match up. Yeah. Mm. So if you're like, oh, come on, it was a one-off, yeah. like, get over it. We had sort of, th- that's not, that's yeah. not remorseful. No. Yeah. But you made me do it. Yeah. but mm. And I think they're the people that might go on to be repeat offenders. And mm, I know yeah. that's a huge concern when you do forgive someone because you're like, if I forgive someone, 
they're not knowing how pained I was by it. Yeah. I think it's hard too, as friends, you're obviously always on your friend's side. Yeah. But I think sometimes you do have to take a step back as well and make sure that you're giving them what they need. Mm. So if they're trying to work through something, support them no matter what the decision ends up being. But as a friend, you can't be working against them. No, I always tell my friends that I love my, I love their partners as long as they love their partners. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, when and, they and you'll change love, each day when depending they on where they're loving at. their partners, yeah. woo, <laughs> they're dead to me. Yeah. Mm. Can yeah. you re-love them though? What, re-love their partners? Not after yeah. Abby yes, says. yes, but I have learnt not to say <laughs> bad things. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, so there is a time, and I will, because it's not it's not my relationship. No. Yeah. I'm not there behind closed doors. I don't know their, their deep and darkest feelings about the, that person. Yeah. Mm. And it's not up to me to be able to live with them, but I need to support, I guess, my friends. So f- for friends saying that, I would go, wait a minute. Right. And I can understand why people don't share it then. All right, we've got Anonymous, first cab off the rank. Anonymous, what do you think about this situation? Good morning. Um, I think it's very important for every woman to recognise their worth and know their worth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been in the same situation where my husband um, cheated and we were together for a significant amount of time. And I decided to stay um, and to see how you know hard he would work and fight for our marriage. Mm-hmm. And he went to counselling. He was in a very dark space mentally. Um, and we were not the best. Um, so he went out, went to counselling and really, really worked on himself. He had a lot of inner demons that he needed to work through and he did. And we've, it was about six years ago now that that happened. And every single day for that six years, he has fought for our marriage. Mm. Um, he's turned into a beautiful person. Um, it obviously still hurts and it still haunts me. Um, but... I'm so glad that I didn't throw away that significant amount of time in our marriage because we are such a beautiful, you know, happily married couple right now. So um, we've got children together mm-hmm. and we just, yeah, really, really understand each other. We hurt each other um, and we forgave each other and worked through them together as a team. And I think that's why we're so strong and why it's so beautiful now. How did you get your trust back? Was that just over the time, seeing how much he would work or there's a certain aspect that you... Had to had to work on something for you to be able to trust him. It took me about two years to fully gain trust again, and even then, I still have a little bit of doubt. But I try not to focus on the negatives. Mm. Um, and you know, he was going out drinking and partying all the time. Yeah, um, he times. has decided by himself that he doesn't want to live that life anymore. Mm-hmm. So it'll be maybe once a year, maybe once every two years that he'll go out and you know have a, a drink with a few mates and stuff like that. So. He doesn't live that life anymore, so he's completely changed who he is. Mm, yeah, and I think that's got to make a change, don't mm. you? Yeah, definitely. All right. Jackie from Yarrabilba, what do you think? Hey, hey, well, I was in a long-term relationship with now my ex-husband. Mm. Before we were married, he cheated. He was caught out in the same manner with the text messages. And I now know at this point, if, if I hadn't caught him, mm. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, right. I did everything that I could to understand why. And after he cheated on me the first time, we got married, we were happy, and within six months he cheated again. Right. Was he remorseful? Yes, he was. Mm. Yeah, okay. I understood why. I could tell him what he wanted to hear every day, but it meant nothing. Somebody else telling him the same thing. Mm. 
meant something, my advice would be don't put the relationship first. Don't put him first. Put yourself first. The key to regaining trust is to communicate. If you're feeling unsure, if you're feeling upset, voice it. Mm. Have him hear it. You won't get through it without the communication, but always put you first. He's broken your trust. Mm. So I always say put yourself first, but what about if you still really love him and you do want to be with him? Mm. But then I guess you can't change someone if he doesn't want the same. No. Mm. Sounds like this guy is trying that. Nigel joins us. Hey, Nigel. Hey. Well, that was quick. How you going? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Do you reckon a marriage can come out stronger from a a cheating scandal, I guess, within the relationship? Absolutely it can. But you need to have forgiveness for that to take place. Yeah. Um, Happened to me a couple of months back. I found out via a deleted um, message. Um, And uh, so it's very gut-wrenching. And so I know what what it's like to to go through something like that. But, you know, we got counselling. And, you know, our relationship now... I mean, I've been married for 25 years. Wow. And, you know, stuff happens during the years, you know, you have kids and it's, it gets a bit crazy sometimes. Mm. And um, so you get, you know, things, things can get stale. Mm. Um, you forget what it was that you had at the beginning. And um, then all of a sudden you're faced with a, a wow moment. Mm. But absolutely, definitely, restoration can take place. My marriage now is the best that it's ever been for that, actually, to be honest with you. Okay. And it, in, a, in a crazy way, I thank the situation for what it was able to mm. bring out now. Mm. Yeah, right. Because, Nigel, when you say, like, did you get to a state where you kind of felt like you had maybe taken each other for granted or you sort of can understand what she's saying where she feels like they become flatmates and then something and like this that, happens and you can see the other person again for the first time? And that's exactly kind of uh, flatmates. You know, kind of doing ships in the night kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. You know, she's working, high, high, high job, um, traveling and, and doing things. And um, for me, it was, you know, you kind of, you get to a point in a marriage where you lose. I think one of the biggest things for me was I lost what it was who I was when we got together. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you to everyone who did mm. call. Um, most people are saying... That you can. You can. So you should cheat to get your marriage better? No, that's <laughs> not, 100% what we did not say. There you go. You know, if you tried, you'd be bit, yeah. bitterly hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I, last night, went um, with the team from Small Steps for Hannah and a lot of people uh, went along to do the bridge climb. But I've never done the bridge climb before here. I've done it uh, in Sydney, but never here. Have either of you guys, you've yep. been up there? We did the show from there. Yes, yes. And I think we should do the show there for again. Mm. Uh, again, we got an invite for it and I think we should. I'm, I've never done it, so I'd, I'd be keen to get up there and have a look. Yeah. Will you be mm. all right for three hours up there if we do the show? Yeah. I was as just long a bit... as we take supplies, you get hungry up there, I imagine. No, 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 we can, we can take everything up there where you kind of need to get it all attached. Yeah. So you just have to have your burger attached to you the same as someone with their sunnies, but you would be okay with that. Done. Yeah. Really? Um, I do always get nervous. I'm like, what about if you're like, hey, and then there's an accident. Mm. We, were, we were strictly told about that. To not be like, hey. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, I'll... Oh, you mean if you drop well, something? everything's or... attached so you can't do that, but then if you distract a driver and they have an accident... Especially if you're on oh, air while you do that. Okay, so you're very mm. concerned about that. But I w- when you get up there, they would give you a little bit of the history and you get to, to look around at the different buildings. And, you know, you've lived here for so 
so many years and you think you know all about it, but it's always safe for the tourists. Yeah. You know, they're the ones yeah. that go on the city cat and learn about the stories, oh, but you've just pe- lived here. People live in London, don't ever see Buckingham Palace. Yeah. 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 But I was like, it's nice to actually go and I think you have the opportunity to do all the tourist things. Mm. Staycation. And this is a history that I learned about the bridge. And I was like, is this not the most Australian story that I have ever heard? Oh, I can't wait. Because we got to the top and a guy called uh, John, I think it was John Bradfield, was one of the engineers. I think he came out of retirement. He, I think he'd also done the Sydney one. Right. Came out of retirement because he lived in Ipswich. So he's like, well, if Brisbane wants me to build one, then yes, of course, I have yeah. to build one. Um, and then there was someone else involved anyway. Obviously, mm-hmm. surname story. <laughs> which is, is that how they told it? There was someone else involved. Exactly. No, no, no. Surname that's, that's, story. There was a lot of Johns. <laughs> there was John, who was the explorer, John Oxley, and then he got a suburb named after him. Is that where you look? That's what, oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I was telling you about you your suburb. It, yeah, 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 and okay, I even learned why felons night. is called felons. Did you know that? No, why? Because it was three convicts that lived. Well, felons. That oh, lived there. Yeah. oh, of course. Yeah, felons yeah. bureau. Yeah, makes sense. And you got to see it all from up the top, which was really amazing. But we were looking down, and he wanted to. Uh, the engineers from the bridge. And what mm-hmm. are you doing? I'm I'm googling a fact that I want to tell you about it too. Okay, mm. are you going to fact off me? Is this what's happening? No, no, but it's a very interesting one. Thank you. So he wanted to do, like, True North, right? And when he was trying to do the bridge, connect it from True North. But to do that, they had to knock down the Story Bridge Hotel. And the guys working on the bridge, Mm. as you could imagine, they had a pub, which was... The Story Bridge Hotel. Story Bridge, which I think probably had a different name then. Mm. So they're like, hey, that's where we go for knockoffs. Don't be... So they learned that he wanted to do True North. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. So, wait, you you want to knock down our only pub. That was the only pub in that area. And you can imagine, you don't travel over the north side. We still don't travel over the north side. They couldn't. There wasn't a bridge. (laughs) That's it. But they're like, no way. So they were like, knock down that. And we're striking. Yeah, so we're right. striking now until you work out how to do it. So they striked and he's like, oh, my God, this is like the depression. We need people to come back. We're losing so much money. What can we do to get you back? And they said, leave our pub alone, mate. So he had to change the course of the bridge wow. by a few degrees. So the pub remained. And now when you look from the bridge, and I recommend everyone to do it, you can actually see that it goes down and there is a kink in the road, yeah. a bend in the road. So it goes around the Story Bridge Hotel. That is... I mean, I had to go there for dinner after. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Is that not the most Australian story that you could possibly imagine? It's so good. That yeah. they striked because they were going to yeah. get rid of their pub if they continued to build there. And they didn't want to be responsible. They no. didn't want to tell their... God bless them for doing that too. It's a you know beautiful pub and it's a part of Brisbane mm. as well. I, I but do there wasn't that. much. there wasn't much, I guess, built there. So then no. when you look at it and you see to the right, there's Main, main Road or Main yeah, Street or whatever. And on. that yeah. one is the one that's actually sort of... Mm. True north. Hey, no pub. We'll build around the pub. Thank you very much. Yeah. I don't care if this is not going to be structurally sound. Uh, we'll do what we have to do. And it's the world's smallest freeway. Yes. Yes, mm. I did know that one. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Mm. That's amazing. Mm. Mm. There you go. There's a lot of different like, facts that are, but that was my fate, mate. I was like, oh, tell us more about the pub. The pub, yeah. <laughs> History, whatever. What's this? I'm What's striking. This? Yeah. Can you tell me about the pub? Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Gold Coast 500 this weekend Woo. Uh, on the GC. I haven't yeah. been for years, actually. Mm. I used to go to the Indy quite a bit when it was the Indy 500. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. The Brum Brums are uh, going zoom, 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 zoom. round and round it's and round. Big weekend. Do you ever watch it? You're not into the cars as much? No, I, I will watch it if I'm with someone who loves it. 
because mm-hmm. I, I love their enjoyment of it, but I don't know a lot about mo- motorsport. Right. Um, and last night I was lucky enough to host a motorsport function. Yeah, I know. I love that, that they asked you because you're the guy. They thought of you first. But if it's still, yeah. I love, I love No, I do believe I was probably second choice, I think. But it's fine. Anyway. Um, was it Village Motors, yeah. um, who we love very much at North Lakes. They are the sponsor of our $50,000 Alpha Box. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Shane. Didn't invite me. Whatever. Oh, it, it was just the lads, you know. No. <laughs> you were, you're up a bridge. Yeah. I wasn't when he got asked. She's so, <laughs> no, I do. I just no. I should explain. You so why. want to be invited, even if you're busy. We don't. I don't invite you to things when I know you're busy, so you don't feel bad about saying no. I need to reject people. They can't reject me first, and that's what you're doing when you don't okay. invite. No, I just love my supercars because I used to be a grid girl, and going there and not knowing much about it just used to annoy me. So yeah. I learned about the cars. And when you get to know, it's like any sport. When you get to know the actual yeah. athletes in there, mm-hmm. yeah. you, you, s- you start to learn a little bit yeah. more about it. And I do love it. It's so. <laughs> Um, so great, you know, great, great night. Um, there was a whole heap of uh, mechanics there um, who they were saying thank you to for their support throughout the year because mm-hmm. um, I believe AC Delco, um, they're a supplier of their stuff. So it was all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like the pit crews guys? No, like local mechanics oh, right, 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 around right. the place who buy parts from Village. Because I'd be interested <laughs> to see how fast a pit crew eats. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Now they always <laughs> arrive. All the food's gone. Wow. Anyway, the guys from the Red Bull team, were there. Yes. And it was a huge deal. And they're, they're superstars. Which, which ones? Because, one, remember, one of them I sort of freaked out. Mm. Well, this is what I want to get to on it, right? I was like, yeah. oh, I had a dream that I was at you, your house. Yep. And then mm. I sort of described it. because that's kind of similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah you freaked him. Creeping. There's a bloke by the name of Shane there. Now, I know Shane's a big deal. Right. I've, I've heard of Shane many times before. And I know he's a champion. He's a champion. And I think he's won it three times. Shane. championship. Shane is so cool. That when I went to shake his hand, uh, he had a ginormous watch on, which is always a sign that's of success. A giveaway. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a successful man. I went mm. to shake his hand and he f- put his fist out. Ooh. And I was like, oh, he's cool. No. Like, that's, he's cool. That's what he's like. A, oh, I just hit myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just hit the microphone trying to do it. <laughs> he's was, like, cool. And I was like, I was like which I was like, I was, I was like, oh, that's because to me, I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Like, did he's you, like, hey, man. Like, did you explode? I did not explode. Oh, so come on. <laughs> gave him a little fist pump before he went on stage. But did you go to give him a handshake? Though? Yes. yes. Oh. So my hand was out and he was he was Woo-hoo. fist pumped. And I was like, oh, that's embarrassing for me. I would because, have shaken that fist. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and it made me kind of nervous because I know to the people in the crowd. Know a, everything about him. What a big He just deal. won Bathurst. So he's he won is. Bathurst three times. And he's won the championship three times as well. I He's don't deny that. That, that was a big watch that he had on. Yeah. <laughs> a huge watch. So I get up there mm. and I was like, I've heard, I know, I know this guy. I've heard this name many times before. Abby is a huge, huge motorsport fan. So I'm going to say his name the way that this huge <laughs> motorsport fan would say it. Mm. And I went, please welcome to the stage from the Red Bull Ampole Racing Team, Shane Ginsburg, Shane Van Ginsburg, and I say it wrong. I'm and sorry, but it's only because Osher. You know Osher Ginsburg. Yeah. So yes. I just normally say it like that because as dyslexic, I just look at the picture. And then I... I glanced at my notes and went, "Oh no, Van Ginsbergen." Oh. Yeah. <sighs> How did he react, though? Well, that's he was their, great. That's he their was fault fine. for asking you to host if I'm that True. <laughs> True. <laughs> he was fine. He was great. Yeah. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah. But really nice say, guy. You know, it's not a huge deal, but 
And it I is because f- everyone, in the cr- yeah. everyone in the crowd knows. And I think that's the biggest thing. Mm. You with the microphone are supposed to be the most knowledgeable person in the room and you have the notes. Mm. So when everyone else out there in the crowd knows more than you. Yeah. Uh, but he was great. Yeah. Signed autographs. What did he sign? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shut up. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I do hope that on the day that I shuffle off this mortal coil and stare death right in the eye with his skeletal fingers and big rakey thing that he carries around, that I can go with a sense of humour, with Mm -hmm. a twinkle, with a laugh, with a chuckle. Like uh, Spike Milligan, his head um, stone says, I told you I was sick. Oh, good one. Okay, so you want it to be a little bit more humour. Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Tombstone reads, There Goes the Neighbourhood. Who's that? One of the greatest comedians that ever lived, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, What are you going to put on yours? Well, no, it's up to us. (laughs) I mean, he can request it, but it's up to us. Knock, knock. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, you know, you, stop standing on me. Uh, and I, I, like really, I think that's, I what, I think that's what I want. Yeah. 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 What about? What about? Stop standing on me. Ow. Ow. You could do yeah. that. Knock, mm. knock, stab, stab. Mm. Who? Like we could go down the, you know, mm. down the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. What and, if they'll ever become digital? Like, you know, everything's now like, will there be a time where you just get like an LED screen they put in there? You probably have a scan code thing on your gravestone. Like, no, they're act, don't lie. Stuff, I yeah. saw an ad for that. Yeah, really. What do you mean? There is a, so people are putting <laughs> QR codes on their tombstones. You can scan it and it takes and you a to a website. No. <laughs> what, for a GoFundMe? Tell, tells you no, all about them, who they were and their story and stuff. And stuff. That's actually really cool. I actually cool. haven't gone through a cemetery for a while. I used to like yeah. walking through them and just reading people's stories, mm. the names. We walk through Tuong Cemetery quite a bit because it's a lovely walk. Yeah, I no. always feel like they're prime location. I feel like everyone's going to be moved on eventually. Mm. Did it at Suncorp. I know, that's what I keep thinking about because I used to think, no, they'll never move it. And there's one in Sydney right on the water. Oh, yeah, it's still there for a cliff. God, that'd be prime like, real oh, estate. I know. No, it, used to be a, it used to be a cemetery. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at this view. Yeah. Uh, but a woman has gone viral because she actually uh, had the foresight to um, write her own obituary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the daughter says her mum was never boring. This is a great send-off for her. Uh, she would do anything for a laugh. Uh, so she wrote it before she passed away, ovs. Uh, and it is quite uh, quite um, chuckle-inducing. Was she, she sick? She starts, uh, doesn't go into okay. why she died. Yep. Um, but she was old. She died at the age of 81, so she had a good innings. Um, it says the obituary begins, uh, it hurts me to admit it, but I, Mrs. Ron Hicks from Baysville, have passed away. I leave behind my loving husband, Ron Hicks, who I oftenly affectionately called him a horse's ass. Nice little dig at the X. Mm-hmm. Well, the widow. She then goes on, moves on to the, <laughs> moves on to the children. I also leave behind my children, wh- whom I tolerated over the years. Bob, my oldest son, and also my favourite. Oh, ouch, because she's got two more. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, who was the Oreo cookie favourite. I think that's the middle child, Oreo okay, cookie. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Brendan, a.k.a. Hazel, who would run to clean bathrooms when she heard company was approaching. The Ever Miss Perfect. And finally, baby Bruce, who wouldn't eat homemade turkey soup because he didn't want to be alert for looking for bones while he ate. I think that's unnecessary information. How for old is Bruce. this? Because it's sounding with all the names and all that. Yeah, that they a bit of an ancient one. Mm, it's, yeah. it's from a while ago. Uh, the piece ends with a bit of a mystery and a zinger. <laughs> I finally have... The smoking hot body I have always wanted, having been cremated. <laughs> Please some, come say goodbye and celebrate my wonderful life with my husband and his special friend Dorothy, who is now lovingly taking care of my horse's ass. 
So she knew about the affair. She might have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I just wanted him, wanted a little winky dink before she went. To, I knew what you were up to, your horse's ass. But good luck to you. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, don't forget if you want your answers to Alpha Bucks, guys, they are on a separate podcast to this. Every answer to every game is there. Check out the wild card games as well. Have a great one. See you. Bye. 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 Stab Abby and Matt. B105.